Alex, you sound a lot better today. I did. Thank you. Yeah, I uh, went for a walk to CVS and got some medicine. Um, so now I have an inhaler. Uh, but yeah, I feel a little better. Uh, the cough is still there, though. So it's the worst. Well, it's going to be there. Yeah, it sucks. It's also really painful. It's not like yesterday when you're like, oh, hi, guys. <laughs> I think it was either yesterday or the day before. That was the peak. Just worst my voice has ever sounded. But I felt like I could really sing an indie song, you know? <laughs> I think I, I think I lost my voice once when I was sick. Like, I just, like, I couldn't say anything. Oh, damn. You should have tried slow jerking. That might have helped. Why do you think I didn't? Come on, baby, feel that noise. I want to get lost in that big old ass and just lick away. <laughs> Dave, I couldn't hear you laugh. <laughs> Thank you. I've started watching Moon Knight. Yeah. And I think if nothing else, this reaffirms that we cast the right man as Nathan Drake. Right? We were spot on. He's running through Egypt, jumping around, (laughs) punching people. Exactly. He'd be a perfect Nate. Yeah. So we're the best. We are the best. We're the champions. God, God damn it. I wish Hollywood would just listen to us for once. Wouldn't that be something? If, if they just listen to us for once. <laughs> Did you guys hear me testing the mic? Yeah, it sounded really nice. Okay, I'm going to try singing now. Okay. Ah! <laughs> oh my God. Don't hurt yourself. It's okay, but if I do this dance, I feel better. <laughs> Which dance? <laughs> this dance. It's so fucking cool. <laughs> okay. Okay, you guys ready? Uh, yes. All right, let's go. And welcome to episode 63 of Button Mashing 101. That song you just heard was Shrine Bros by Anamanaguchi from the Scott Pilgrim vs. the World video game. I am one of your hosts, Alex Perez, and with me is the kind, the, oh shit, the kind-hearted, the knowledgeable, the kindred spirit to me, Dave. Dave, how are you? I'm kindred, how are you? Oh my God, I'm doing well. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for asking. You, you sound you great. Yeah, so I'm getting over a bad like ill illness. It's it, it was like a cold, but like not really. <laughs> Just had a really bad cough. No, you sounded um, fine before, but now because it's getting worse sing, because you didn't try to do the singing thing. I think you <laughs> broke it. That voice you just heard is the keen. Uh, and the king of all tigers <laughs> and knobbly. <laughs> 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 the, 
but the absolute knockout, Dan. Dan, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Well, I know I'm how doing you well. Are, so yeah. <laughs> okay. On uh, this week's episode, we're going to be talking about the PlayStation Plus and the game demos news that game demo news that came out. Uh, Gotham Knights gameplay, the FTC looking at Sony for buying Bungie, um, and then some heat checks, as well as Dan's GG. And we're going to be closing out with Square Enix news, such as like them selling the Western Studios, moving to blockchain, and Final Fantasy 16 looming. So it's gonna it's gonna be a busy main topic, but we're all excited. So let's start from the top, the PlayStation Plus news. Okay, so this uh, this pretty much is talking about how PlayStation Plus is forcing developers to uh, make demos for their um, for their premi- premium premium service for PlayStation Plus. But uh, recent updates have uh, said that it is actually the PlayStation Store team that will be creating the, uh, the demos for developers and developers are not enthused about the idea, but they that does ease them away from having to work on something that they potentially had no desire to do in the first place. Um, I Again, I think we all feel the same way about this. I feel like game demos should be something that should be accessible to a lot of people, not just yeah. premium customers. Um, but this is, this is super interesting that they're having the store team work on this. I'm glad it's not the developers, though. Yeah. But it should be just, why, why access or re- re- limit access? Demos. Yeah, demos, Even, demos are what convince a lot of people to buy games or i guess yeah. not buy games too yeah i mean even developers are upset about it um they don't want to be they don't want to have to monetize something like that uh but apparently oh god I, I had the quote pulled up apparently demos cut sales can potentially potentially cut sales by half um for a lot of games which i think is a really unique metric that I don't know where this article was pulled from or where that stat was pulled from, but when I find it, I'll, I'll let you know. But uh, that is that is significant in in sales for sure, for especially for games uh, like indies or anything like that. I think we mentioned we talked a little bit about this and how like having a two hour time demo for an indie uh, is potentially like troublesome, right? Because like indie games come in like variety of sizes and like yeah. The, the the two hour trial though is only required for games of a certain price. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah. And so originally, what they said was thirty five dollars, but what it thirty five. That's right. It's thirty five dollars wholesale. Hmm. So that means it's any game that launches on the store at fifty dollars or over. Yeah. And I feel like that there's not that many indie games that are launching at fifty dollars or over. That's true. I mean, imagine imagine if No Man's Sky did have this like four years ago. Yeah. And people were, were aware of like just how bad it was. And that was like that was a sixty dollar game. Now it's good, but you know. Um But yeah, I think that's no. a game that like I think would have benefited not I don't know if the game would have benefited. People would have benefited from having a two hour trial of that before mm-hmm. they spent their money on it. Um, okay. So there is some evidence that game demos decrease sales by potentially as much as half. Uh, this is coming from Kotaku. Uh, this article was written in 2013 by Mike Fahey. Um Is this the one about um, Xbox? Yeah, yeah, this is. About Xbox 360 requiring demos for every game back in the day? Yeah. So according to research presented by game designer Jesse Schell 
at the Game Lab conference in Barcelona today, demo can cut into a game sale by more than 50%. Uh, again, that was in 2013. Um, and this is a, I, I don't know, this is a premium perk. I've, I've heard this study reference, but I've also heard that more recently, Steam demos, um, the people, who, people that have played a Steam demo are more likely to buy the game. Um, so, I mean, it can go either way. Steam does have an interesting system where you are allowed to refund after two hours with the game anyway, yeah. which I feel like wouldn't have been a bad idea also to implement just as a whole in the, in the redesign. Um, yeah. Cause I mean, you're, you're spending enough time, two hours with doing whatever you want in those two hours. And if you're not enjoying it, you could ask for a refund. It's not a big deal. I do understand that PlayStation has like the, the trophy system and all that kind of stuff. So that could probably like hinder, uh, refunding and all that. But, um, yeah, I think well, Cyberpunk was the one game they had to like, man or demand like refunds or ask for refunds, and that's potentially why they're looking into doing this instead. Um, but yeah, pretty crazy. I, the fifty percent thing is nuts to me. That's wild. I think it's one of those weird like this is a pro consumer move, generally mm-hmm. speaking, because um, I think a lot of people that have PlayStation Plus will probably go for that premium tier. Yeah. Um, but I also feel like they're it's like they have a very unique way of doing something and just it not being like that ain't that ain't it. Yeah. You know, like like they're they're usually so close, uh, but they can't quite strike it like where the 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 hell yeah. Hell the yeah zone. <laughs> the G spot. Oh. Ooh, the cheese spot is such a good way to put it. I it's super polite. That all the time. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, is there any final thoughts on PlayStation Plus? Uh, did you guys buy the stuff before they locked you out? Did I ask this last week? Yeah, um, what they did recently is they they basically you can't buy a year. Yeah, PlayStation like now, anymore. <laughs> Which people are really mad about. Yeah, but like, yeah, it's understandable. Like you're the people that are mad are trying to take advantage of the situation mm-hmm. so it's, it's just one of those things like we're yeah. going to be pro-consumer here but we're not going to quite be that pro-consumer because xbox has always let you take advantage of the system that's true but you know sony doesn't have microsoft money exactly which we're going to be talking about right now. So that makes for a perfect segue. Uh, FTC is investigating Sony's acquisition of Bungie. Uh, in the middle of an in-depth investigation into Sony's acquisition of Bungie, the outlet says the FTC's investigation started near the end of April and is concerned with the possibility that Sony will make Bungie's titles, including the popular Destiny franchise, console exclusive. However, Bungie has stated that they're not making anything exclusive. Everything is going to still be coming to multiple consoles uh, the plan is to keep it o- as open as they could. And really the reason for them accepting the acquisition, I guess, was to get more funding for these games that they want to make. It's more so just to get those games going. They wouldn't have accepted if they knew that they had to make exclusives, I believe. Um, now, a similar investigation uh, wasn't conducted when Microsoft spent $7.5 billion US dollars to acquire uh, Bethesda, and that's a quote straight from this article for, on steveiver.com from Steve Wright, um, which is kind of wild, right? Like you're you're yeah, investigated. That's, that's <laughs> way way bigger of an acquisition. It's seven point five billion. Like that's yeah. so much money. Um, 
I'm going to have to just go conspiracy theorists here and say Microsoft paid them off. Oh, the FTC? Yeah. and That's huge. And, you know, Sony didn't. <laughs> Sony doesn't have the Microsoft money, as Dave said. Yep. Uh, no, it is kind of wild that they didn't do that. But um, it's believed that, uh, quote, this new scrutiny is a result of U.S. President Joe Biden's executive order that tasked the FTC to enforce antitrust laws fairly fairly and vigorously, which I think came after the Microsoft acquisition. Um, Did you say how yeah. much it was? So Microsoft's was on Bethesda, or I'm sorry, Mike, I'm talking about Microsoft's acquisition of Bethesda, which is 7.5 okay. billion, not Activision. My bad. Okay. Yeah. My that's, mistake. Mistake. I thought those numbers got confused in there. I just yeah, wanted yeah, to yeah. clarify. We know what we're Thank talking you. about. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the Sony acquisition of Bungie was for 3.6 billion. Uh, how much do we know? We do know how much Sony spent on, or Microsoft spent on uh, Activision, right? It was like 70, wasn't it? Like 70, 69, 68, somewhere in there, I thought. That sounds about right. Oh, yeah. $69 billion. Um, and Wall Street is betting that that uh, Microsoft deal will fail. Which Not is everybody. Yeah. Warren Buffett is buying yeah. into it. Yeah, he's buying a ton of stock right now because uh, I think stock for Activision is really low uh, because the purchase is looming. And a lot of people in Wall Street believe this purchase is going to fall through. So, But if it doesn't, that stock price is jumping up. So if you buy stock right now in Activision you and the deal goes through, you will be making money, uh, essentially. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's a little silly that this one is being investigated. I think Bungie is such a small-time studio that <laughs> I know $3.6 billion is like is a lot of money. But like still, Bungie, I feel like, is a relatively smaller studio than a lot of other things. And to investigate this one is... Seems yeah. a little nitpicky. They make one game. <laughs> Destiny. So, so does Activision. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> Damn. Oh, but got, yeah. But they got Blizzard too, so I guess they, they got Blizzard. Yeah. They got a few developers under that too. Tell them. Yeah, you know. Oh, is that 50 developers <laughs> in Activision? <laughs> not actually, but you know what I mean. We're not an anti-Microsoft podcast, all right? This is just, <laughs> we're speaking facts, all right? Um, we are any, anti-Activision, though. We are anti-Activision. That's like... 100%. Through it, yeah, like, there's no doubt about it. Like, we just fucking hate it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> speaking of which, are you excited for Overwatch 2? A lot of people are playing it. No, it looks like garbage. I, I've been watching some videos of it. It's It's so stupid. Um, they did rework a lot of heroes, but like, I still can't believe like the thing they're flaunt, fla flaunting is the fact that they changed the time in a lot of maps. Like some maps went from day to night. Um, yeah. And like, so I know that this is a beta and like they did the alpha and a lot of videos came out for this, but like they're flaunting just one new hero with a few reworks on some other heroes. You had, uh, you've been working on this thing for a year. You stopped production on Overwatch 1 New Heroes for about a year and a half. And you only like launch with one new hero in the DPS slot. Uh, support's getting like, support has still only seven heroes, I think seven or nine heroes. Um, what? <laughs> which like is a lot. nuts. No, it's not compared to tank and DPS. DPS is like 15. 
and Tank has, I think, 11 or 12 because Doomfist got moved to Tank. Didn't, um, didn't it start with matches four? only have one tank now? Yeah, matches only have one tank now. Okay, but didn't it start with four in each slot, in each role? No, I believe it was a lot more. They used to have a defense role, too. So it used to be defense. Oh, they attack. okay, they, they got rid of one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They combined. Oh, no, it, was, def- it was six. It, it, it was six for each one. Yeah, so um, basically my, my point is Overwatch 2 is the goofiest thing I've seen um, because they kind of just haven't really released anything new for it. There's a new UI. Uh, there's new sound effects for the guns. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't get it. And again, I know it's the beta. I, like, I know that this game isn't necessarily potentially not even coming out this year. I don't know. Um, but like, it's so weird that they, they didn't like add in anything like particularly new besides uh, so- Sojourn uh, to like the beta so that people can try out new heroes and stuff instead since like it's been a year and a, a half without any new content from overwatch uh but we can move on next bit of news was the gotham knights gameplay which uh just released today when we're recording this on may 10th i didn't say the date <laughs> at 10 24. happy may 10th happy may 10th may the 10th be with you Oh, yes. Yes, yes. This is Star Wars Day, if I'm not mistaken. The, fam- <laughs> the famous line. Um, yeah, so we're talking about Gotham Knights. Uh, a lot of people are complaining uh, about this gameplay. They showed off, uh, I think, 13 to 15 minutes of gameplay with Nightwing and Red Hood as like the main stars of this little uh, gameplay teaser. And it showed off the co-op. It showed off how like traversal is going to work in this big Gotham city and all that kind of stuff. And it showed off the enemies that you're going to have to fight against and how like the loot system is going to work and all that. Um, a lot of people aren't happy with how the loot system is, how the UI looks and how slow it looks personally. And I think I just get excited about new shit. I, I think this game looks fun. Like I really like, uh, uh wb montreal they worked on arkham origins which is a really great game um i'm not bothered by loot you guys know this already like i do like loot shooter looter shooters i like this like you know uh, games as a service thing i know it's exhausting but this one's not supposed to be games as a service it's just it just has loot in it um and i guess i understand people's gripe with the ui I like it looked a little plain, but again, this is just a, a, a little teaser. I don't know if they're going to change it overall, but anyway, let's talk about the gameplay. So it showed Nightwing off and he did, he's like, they all have like very unique elements to like how they move. Nightwing is very acrobatic. He was doing flips everywhere. It looked really yeah. cool. And yeah, he, he would like punch a guy three times and then do 75 backflips. <laughs> it was so unnecessary. <laughs> Excuse me. It was so unnecessary, but it looked like a lot of fun. Red Hood uses his guns, and they made sure to announce that Red Hood's guns are loaded with non-lethal ammo, but that they do still pack a punch. Um, and each and hero has like, piercing. yeah, they're armor piercing, but not skin piercing. <laughs> and uh, each hero has uh, like a slew of like unique abilities. I think uh, they showed off like Nightwing can like freeze an enemy or something with some some type of blast he does with his like little sticks. What are those called? Batons? Uh, what does he call them? Nightsticks. Nightsticks? Nightwing? Nightsticks? 
Cheese sticks. Cheese sticks? Hell yeah. What a fucking guy, huh? What does he call him? Shit. Well, he's a sexual deviant, isn't he? he Dick is, Grayson? Yes, yes, he yeah. is sex. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. this, this, <laughs> this guy fucks. <laughs> this guy 100% fucks. That's just Nightwing, though, for you. He's, he's like, uh, he's, he's, he's just really pretty. Escrima sticks. Escrima sticks? Escrima. Escrima? Escrima? Escrima. Escrima. E-S-C-R-I-M-A. Oh, escrima. Yes. Like, that's, that's cream, is what he's saying in Spanish. Oh, nice. Escrima. <laughs> uh, Nightwing, uh, we, Dave and I were texting about it, and Dave did mention the one thing that was disappointing about the trailer was that Nightwing's cake is just non-existent in this game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I Which mean, is, it's not non-existent. It needs, it, he should have an entire bakery back there you know what I'm he saying? should <laughs> like there's so many pictures of like comic strips and stuff that include him like looking back or something. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got a fat old juicy butt the, the, you know, i thought butt. i thought they chose, <laughs> yeah. i thought they did some weird things with what they showed yeah um, like when nightwing was fighting multiple opponents he would like ping pong back and forth between them Mm-hmm. But they were like really far apart, so it, I think that's what made it seem slow. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not what I would have done there. And then the Jason Todd spirit jumping was a little that weird. That was weird. That was weird. Yeah, I agree. Like, I give Jason Todd a motorcycle, that's totally fine. That makes sense. Yeah, um, the spirit jumping because as we know, Jason Todd, he's like te- technically he died, right? Yeah. And they even mentioned in the trailer, like, he gets resurrected with some power or something. So he does this, like, spirit walk, whereas uh, Nightwing has this cool-ass hang glider. Yeah. Uh, but, like, the spirit walk looked really goofy. And I remember they they just finished combat, and it's in Nightwing's screen, or his, his yeah. point of view, and you just see Jason Todd hopping away. walking away. <laughs> It looked goofy. I do like that they included different elements of like traversal. They showed off a different like, um, like wingsuit or something that Nightwing had equipped for like a brief moment. Oh, that was the fast travel. Oh, was that what that was? Oh, yeah. dang. Okay, okay. Um, but they did show Jason T- Jason Todd using the um, like a grappling hook. Okay, well that's good. And they did show off the motorcycle at one point. Yeah, the motorcycle. Um, yeah, it looks like there's gonna be a lot of loot. There, there was like a ton of drops that kept happening what, while they're playing. Was it loot or was it just resources? I, that's a good question because they did show off a lot of resources that were like blue, green, yeah. and gold. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Then they showed that like you can like equip the different suits and everything, and they all look different. They all look interesting. They did yeah. the uh, the Nightwing with like the mullet haircut. Yeah. Later in the which, demo. Which I didn't like the haircut. If I'm being honest. No, I didn't either. Yeah. Give him a cool, sexy cut. Mullets, yeah. like, what is this, 2020? We, we're Get done em. with mullets, yeah. Get done em. with them. Hell yeah. No, I, I yeah, Nightwing, uh, upgrade that that butt, you know? Yeah. <laughs> also, <laughs> fuck it, Jason Todd. J- Dan, I don't know if you saw it. He's fucking jacked in this trailer. No, I didn't he see it. He looks like a meatball. Yeah. <laughs> like, he looks like a, a beefcake yeah who just like has season tickets to his local football team and just yells at people (laughs) he looks like he means business um 
that being said, the combat looked really cool. I did like that everything is completely different with every hero. Uh, Nightwing is real or Nightwing. Uh, Red Hood, Red Jason Hood. Todd. He's all about like ranged combat. It looks like just using his guns and shit and shooting people in the head, but not killing them, <laughs> and, and doing his like barrage and all that. It looked really Zerker neat. Barrage. Zerker barrage. Yeah. Oh my god. You guys, you remembered? What'd you think you're on? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good times with Marvel versus Capcom. But uh, that's all they showed for this because we did get some Robin gameplay and Batgirl gameplay like a year ago, two years ago. That was a while ago, right? Um, a long time. Yeah. So, yeah, they finally showed off Red Hood and Nightwing, and it looks fine. I, I, I wonder if this game, because it wasn't doing it wasn't doing the 60 hertz it's only coming out by the way this is news it's only coming out on current gen consoles which means only ps5 only xbox series sx and uh pretty much it so they 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 abandoned the ps4 um ports and all that kind of stuff uh i wonder if they're not going to do you know 60 60 frames per second because i'm gonna miss it why wouldn't they because i i mean i I feel like most games, especially ones that are exclusive to next gen or current gen, have yeah. two different graphics modes: the performance and the uh, my quality. My understanding was if they have the PS4 version or whatever, that that's why they have the performance and quality version. But I, I'm trying to think, Returnal is sixty frames. <sighs> Returnal's so good. Should we just talk about Returnal for the rest of the podcast? We could. No, I'm sick of it. Dan's sick of it. <laughs> Dan's tired of Returnal. It's okay, Dan. Uh, any like last thoughts on Gotham Knights or anything else you want to bring up about it? I'm into it. I think I'm into it too. Yeah, we're gonna do a heat check come come early October. Excited for it. And you <laughs> know what? Prepared for that. Be prepared because I'm gonna be. I'm gonna probably be a little hot on it. Spoilers. You're not gonna be fire. No, not yet. I have to watch one, one more thing. Not Diablo, no. They have to show me two more videos if they want me to be <laughs> diablo up. One of each cheek? Yeah. Oh, my God. If they just post a screenshot of Nightwing doing the, like, turnaround look. Yeah. And, like, his – it's, like, shiny back there or something. Yep. And and he's like smirking, and he's getting a call from like Leslie or some one of his hookups from last night. Yeah. <laughs> and the trailer is just him talking to her, but clearly flirting, but like moving away from it because he's got a new hookup with Hannah later yeah. tonight, and he's like, Leslie, I'm busy, babe. Call call me another time. And then he's got another phone at his side, and again he's just like this, like turning his yeah. back to the side. <laughs> and like all it is is him just flexing his ass muscle i'm all in that's gonna get me to diablo <laughs> hell yeah wb uh, montreal I know you guys listen yeah we know you listen pump it up okay yeah pump up the <laughs> cheeks all right uh let's talk about the heat checks for this week dave gotta get a heat check thank you so much uh first heat check we got is a game that came out today, correct? Yes. Oh, I already have it pulled up. Perfect. All right. It is uh, Salt and Sacrifice. Um, yes, this did come out. This is from Scott Studios. 
if you don't know, it's like a 2D side-scrolling Souls-like game. It's a sequel to what was the what was the first one called? Sanctuary. Sanctuary. Soul Sanctuary. Thank you. Um, and at this moment, I'm open critic. Salt and Sacrifice has a 79%. Uh, got a 7 out of 10 on IGN. Um, so, I mean, it's got, it's got all right reviews. Pretty good. Um, Dave, how do you feel about this game? I'm a breakfast on this one. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a Soulsboro. Yeah, yeah. Um, I tried Salt in Sanctuary back in the day, and I was like, eh, this is fine. And then I stopped, and I never played it again. Yeah. It's... That's how I felt when I tried it too. I thought, oh, this is like a unique look for a game and it's cool. But then I stopped playing it. <laughs> and when, I think when you it was like unique, do you mean fucking ugly? Because that game is atrocious. Oh, I didn't think it was ugly. It looks like the spider what's that fucking meme where Spider-Man looks stupid as hell? Uh God, I have no idea. Oh, into the Spider-Verse, one of the most no. movies. <laughs> I'm gonna find it and I'm gonna show you what that fucking don't you don't you dare dumbass game looks like. No. Um well Dan looks for that. I will give you my rating or my hype level. Oh Dave, God, we didn't even announce. What is uh how does the Oh hey um, yeah, how does the heat check work? Heat check works like Taco Bell sauces, man. Breakfast you means so you didn't you don't even care. Yeah. Uh, mild means you are mildly interested. Hot means you are hot and bothered all over. Fire means you're in pain. And Diablo means get out of my way. I can't be stopped. If you stand in front of me, you will lose something. Yes, 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 yes. Because nothing will stand in between me and this game. That is how Dan felt about uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure fighting game, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, fighting game art. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, be careful when that game is looming. Uh, I am also breakfast on this game. I, I don't necessarily have any opinions. I'm not necessarily looking forward to this game. I didn't, I, I guess, good for it for selling well to get a sequel, though. That's awesome. I like when indies do this. You know, they sell well. They succeed. It's great to see. But, like, is this game for me? I, I, I like to think I like Souls games, but I don't know. I wasn't super sold on the first one, so I'm going to... Stay away from this one, I think. Dan? I am less than breakfast on this thing. Holy shit. Because, A, I hated the first one because of it was it just being a fucking ugly-ass game. Mm. Um, two, I am just so bored of the Dark Souls formula. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Like, I remember, like, I know it's 2D, so it's a little different, but it's still Dark Souls. Yeah. And um, I remember there was a game coming out a long time ago that me and Dave were super stoked for because it looked like Castlevania, but like a like a brutal, foreboding Castlevania. And it looked like it, it's like Castlevania meets uh, Shadow of the Colossus. Yes. Oh, yeah. that sounds awesome. Except when the final product finally came out, it was just Dark Souls. Yeah. Oh. And, and me and Dave both what tried that game for like an hour and didn't like it. Yep. Yes. He has groaned and moaned. Death in Gambit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Death Gambit. Oh yeah. I'm familiar with the game. That was yeah. uh that was like the, the month of Indies. 
yeah, uh, that game that came out the same month as like Chasm and Dead Cells. Yeah. Yeah, and I shared the dumbass Spider-Man that fucking Salt and Sanctuary looks like. Oh, in the uh, group chat? Yeah. Checking now. Uh, Death Gambit, yeah, I mean, it didn't score the best. Um, like, yeah, 70% on Open Critic, so. Um, that's weirdly just about average for video games when you hit 70s instead of 50s, <laughs> which, you know, it's fine. We've, we've gotten all used to it, I guess. Um, oh, ew, Dan, wow, this guy's a handsome fellow. <laughs> I mean, it, comparatively, it's not actually as bad, but that's what it reminded me of when I was playing it, and I'm like, this is just the ugliest fucking art. Okay, well, we're going to move on to the next heat check, which is, I, I'm going to have trouble pronouncing this. Is this Ayudan Chronicle? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Ayudan Chronicle Rising, uh, also a game that came out this year. Uh, this, this year. <laughs> today uh, <laughs> uh it is sitting at a 60 percent on metacritic uh with a no user score yet um and it also got a seven out of ten on ign um this is published by 505 games 505 so, aren't they sorry go ahead this is the uh, like it's like the prequel or the prelude to uh, iodin chronicle the proper the kickstarter game that's basically a spiritual successor to suikuren Mm, okay um so this one is like this was one of their stretch goals so it's more oh. of an action rpg yeah uh, with with farm sim elements stuff in oh, it cute. i think yeah so that's what that is that's actually really cool that this was just straight up a stretch goal and they that's that's really neat um i however i'm gonna say i am a breakfast on this and so not not too excited however I do like farming sims, I guess, to an extent. I really like Animal Crossing. I like, I liked what I played of Stardew Valley. Uh, this game looks kind of cool looking, actually. It's got a really neat art style. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll go breakfast on this. Dave, what about you? I am, I'm going to say mild. Ooh. I'm, I don't think I'm hot, but like, I'm. Yeah. this is a game I'm going to play. Yeah, well, this sure. One, this one or the real one? This one and the real one. Well, the real yeah. one I, I kickstarted. Yeah, I mean, the oh, real yeah. one I'm excited for. Yeah. Uh, oh, but this, yeah. One, this one I will play. I, I will give it a go. Okay. Dan, what about you? Um, I'm excited for the real one. I don't think I've seen anything about this one. Okay. What is it? What, what's the difference besides you calling it a farming sim? Well, I mean, it's, it's only three characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's an action RPG instead of the turn-based RPG. Um, and like classics so we could in games, the proper one's going to have like 108 characters. Mm-hmm. Or 108? Like. Yeah, the Suikoden games have 108 stars of destiny. And it's not always like, they're not always 108 are all playable. Like one yeah. of them might open up a shop in your town or something. Okay. Uh, but there's usually like a, a lot of characters you could have like in a party at some point. Oh, are you both Suikoden like... Uh, pros okay dave what about you uh i've played and beaten three and four okay uh those were the those were on ps2 although i always hear that two is the best which was on ps1 sure maybe that will be on uh ps now oh shit maybe it will fuck that's that looks good that is a good dance (laughs) that was a good one dad did you give your rating on this um i'm just gonna go with 
mild, I guess. Just okay. connected okay. to the, the one that I'm really interested in. All right. Um, well, that does it for the heat check, salt and sacrifice, roundup of breakfast, almost less to breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Dan's just straight up sleeping in. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> uh, Ayudin, Chronicle Rising, breakfast, mild and mild. Uh, all right, let's move on to Dan, your GG. Okay, so my GG is a little, little, little PS3 game. Okay. Called Sora's Wrath. Now, whoever just wanted to play a straight, ridiculous, like, anime as yeah. a video game, this is it. Yeah. This is the, like, over-the-top, beat-em-up anime video game. Because yeah. that's all you do. You you beat them up, and then you fight like a boss, and it does a lot of quick time event stuff. But it's all just absolutely ridiculous and insane. Um, there's a point where um, you were fighting on Earth, and then you get punched to the moon. Oh my god! And then uh, you fight on the moon, and I believe the moon gets really fucked up. I think yeah. maybe completely destroyed in your fight. Um, this sounds awesome. <laughs> I mean, the the it's it's cool and it's fun, and the problem is like most of the really cool stuff is quick time events, which people hate mm. hate now. Which, yeah. but I mean, I think in like that kind of setting, it's fine. Because because to me, this is just this is more of like I'm kind of participating in a in a movie, that kind of thing. yeah. So, yeah, and I, I looked at the Wikipedia, it talks about it being described as, like, an interactive anime, so you're, you're pretty much just, like, a part of something. Like, when the Riddler tells Batman, you guys remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're, the, you're the cop with the weird voice. <laughs> I am right now. I'm vibing as him. You're, <laughs> I got you on. <laughs> I got you on a <laughs> Oh my for assaulting God. a cop you got me on three <laughs> all right sorry go ahead Dan, take keep going uh, i mean there isn't much to say about it it's just it's, okay it's it's pretty short because it's yeah. just um it's almost all like cutscene stuff and just fighting bosses um the story is just like you're you're like a super bro uh and then like you're all with all your general bros you're you're all generals of some fucking army, I think. And um, then you get betrayed and like they kill like the king or something and they blame you. And then okay. like, you come back and you're pissed off because I think they kill your daughter and wife. And oh. and then uh, your wrath just takes over, man. And then you just start sure. fucking fighting and killing and it just doesn't stop. That sounds fucking sick. I'm not going to lie. Um, I will say, I, yeah, th- this game did the, the most diabolical, most hateful thing I've ever seen towards gamers. Wait, what was it? So I beat this game. Yeah. And then it does this whole ending where it's like, ha ha, I was the villain all along, which is kind of anime-ish. But sure. Then they're like, all right, that's DLC you have to pay for to like see the next part 
so besides that i really like this game i mean i did i i had to fucking it was like five bucks to like yeah to see like the 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 real ending but i was like are you fucking evil for doing that's awful Oh, yeah, I'm reading here. Okay, so the DLC includes a two-dimensional fighting mode using the Street Fighter 4 engine. Um, and it includes Ryu, Evil Ryu, and Akuma, and Oni. Oh. Which I think this is interesting. Uh, this also has its own page for the soundtrack. Is the soundtrack, do you remember the soundtrack being kind of memorable? Not really. Okay. But I mean, I don't know. I'm more focused on things the, like the music. Yeah, the chaos of the, of the game and stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I remember looking at this game. I think I bought it. I never played it, but I remember seeing it at GameStop a few years back. And I bought it for like eight bucks or something. That's fair. And I, yeah, I and I wanted was, to try I it out. it was well received. It was not. No, it's got, I'm looking now, it had a 71 on Metacritic and whatnot. And a lot of places were calling it either like a five and a half, excuse me, five and a half or five out of 10. Other places were eight out of 10, eight and a half out of 10. So, yeah, I mean, it, I, yeah. that's that's fair because if, yeah. if anime, especially ridiculous over the top anime, is not for you, mm-hmm. and you're not gonna like this game, yeah. and that's that just happens to be my wheelhouse. So, how is a game more um, quick time event than it is beat 'em up? I'd say it's about half and half. Half and half. Wow. Yeah, it's it's a lot Jeez. of quick time. Yeah. Um. I get well in an age where we've all experienced like walking sims and stuff. I feel like, and like enjoyed a lot of them. I feel like this is a game that a lot of people definitely have uh, flown under their radar that they might enjoy it. You know, mm-hmm. Dan, um, how long to beat puts this game at about seven hours for the main story? Does that sound right? That sounds about right. Yeah. Okay. Now, when you said you beat the game and it gave you, you said that wasn't the real ending. Was it offering you to buy the lost episodes? The lost episodes. Because I'm looking at how long to beat, and they have a couple things. They have Lost Episode 1, and the title is, At Last, Someone Angrier Than Me. And that's listed at about 20 minutes long. Oh. And then there's uh, the Lost Episode 2, The Strongest Versus The Angriest, which is listed at about 18 minutes long. <laughs> no, there's only one thing for, like, the true ending. There wasn't, like, I don't, I don't remember there being multiple things. Okay, because I also see episode 11.5 and episode 15.5. But none of the numbers in between there. <laughs> what the hell? That's weird. Is- I, I only remember there being like the like me getting to the end and like the true villain being like, ah, it was me all along. And then they're like, all right, if you want to see the next part, you got to pay. Mm. Uh, Dan, what uh, consoles are, is this game on? I think PS3 only, maybe? I'm not okay. sure. It, it's have... on 360. Oh, okay. okay. Thanks, Dave. So it's on both. Um, I, like, I think it's backwards, fully backwards compatible, so you can just, like, buy it. Oh, interesting. Play it. Yeah. Well, there you go. If you want to pick up a short action game that has, like... How were the quick time events? Were they, like, cool as fuck looking, Dan? Oh, yeah. I mean, you're doing cool as fuck shit the whole game. You did mention that you just get launched to the moon and the moon gets fucking obliterated. That does sound awesome. Yeah. Uh, that well, that yeah, was in I, the demo, right? Yeah, that was the that was the demo, yeah. Cool. That's like one that's, of the first fights you do, I think. Sounds awesome. Um, 
Yeah, I, I would say if the, if you're looking for a short thing, a short game to keep you engaged and, you know, do a little interactive anime, this one's all well, for you. You said PS3 fully backwards compatible? I mean, you must be talking no. about the 360. Yeah, I was talking about 360. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because I'm like, PS3s aren't backwards compatible. Hey, the PS Plus thing, if you just wait it out, maybe you'll be able to play this, right? No, I don't think they like this game. Fuck, the cops just heard me. <laughs> Did you hear the sirens? What are they going to do? <laughs> They're going to get mad. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Well, uh, any uh, last last thoughts on Asura's Wrath, Dan, before we move on? Nah. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. That was your GG. Now we're moving on to the games we've been playing. Dave? If you have been wondering what we have been playing, well, here it is. Hi, and welcome to the games we've been playing. I'm one of your hosts, Alex, and with me is Dave and Dan. And I'm slowly just uh, losing my voice more and more today. And I just want to say I'm thrilled that you're here with us and you're listening and you made it this far. Uh, Unfortunately, you have to pay for access to the next part. So if you could just (laughs) fetch over a little money, we'll we'll give you a list of games that we've been playing. (laughs) You can find us on Venmo, QuickPay, Cash App, all of it. Yes, yes. All right, so we'll wait for you to pay. And thank you. Thank you so much for the money and the donations. All right. Yeah, uh, yeah well, they're, they're quick. Our fans are very quick with the money, you know? They're always willing to give it to us. <laughs> 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 Who wants to go first for games, uh, games play this week? Um, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll start. I think, I think I'm, the best, I'm the best one here because uh, I haven't played okay. that much. <laughs> I'm going to delete that last part, so it just says I'm the no. best one here. Okay. Um, okay, so I recently beat Horizon, uh, Forbidden West. Finally beat it. I, I stopped doing the side stuff, and I was like, you know what? I just need to beat a game. So I did it. I beat the game. Um, that game's a lot of fun. I, I do think, I've been saving my thoughts for this game, and I do think that while I do like Aloy, I kind of wish... This is more of a games thing. I kind of wish I'm not playing as a white person anymore. You know, like I'm, I'm tired of seeing the white savior thing. And I feel like this game does it a lot. Um, and I, I don't know. I, I just want to see a new different kind of character. Like, why can not we get like a black woman as a lead? And thankfully we're going to get that in Forspoken. But anyway, that's like an outside critic, kind of like a media critic thing. Not necessarily a, critic, a critique of the game. The game was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun with the combat. The combat is super varied, super great. They finally fixed the the melee of it, uh, the melee combat and all that kind of stuff. The combos, all that. So it's a great deal of fun. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Why are you laughing? I don't know. I just get excited sometimes. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm trying to think of anything else I have to say about it. Um, are you getting story was fine. I still have it on my hard drive. I don't know how I feel about getting the plat. I haven't picked it up since I beat it. It sounds like you're not getting it. I don't think I'm going to get the plat. <laughs> Remember when I said I'll get the death loop plat and I never I never did. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think I think I'll get a plat for games if I just say I'm never going to get the plat for this game. Interesting. And then yeah. So if I just like 
like uh like when we were playing operation tango last year oh shit we still need to beat that we already did beat it we i mean we need still to need to platinum. Platinum. we just need to get the flat <laughs> um i'm trying to think of anything else that uh i I, uh, I I had about thoughts about this game. Story was fine. Um, like I'm I I'm not the most into sci-fi or anything like that, so I wasn't too. It wasn't like you know gripping me in any way, you know, by the hips and telling me, "Listen, this is good." <laughs> um, but no, I think I think what, overall the gameplay was the best part. I think I like that was I never had a moment where I was like getting bored with it. Uh, even to, towards the end, I just kind of wanted to beat it because I wanted to see what it, the ending was and all that. Um, but like, I it's it's a game I never was like sick of or tired of or anything like that. The gameplay was really stellar, and I can't stress that enough. Um, but yeah, that, that's so that's the game I've been beat. I've beaten. Um, I've recently picked back up Last of Us Part Two. Um, I was gonna try to platinum it. I think I still am, but like right out the gate, missed the collectible. Uh, you <laughs> like right say you'll never platinum it. <laughs> Shit, I'm never gonna platinum Last of Us Part Two. But yeah, I did miss a plat or uh, collectible, so I have to like restart it again. And the intro is really slow. You play as Joel, and then you fucking play as Ellie, and I just kind of want to get to the gameplay already. Um, that being said, if it's your first time playing it, oh, it's so fucking good. But like, this is like actually technically my third time playing. It. I played it a second time right after I beat it. Um, and like, I just kind of want to like do the collectible, get the trophy and get the platinum, but like, uh, and, and also my PS4 data never transferred over to my PS5. So I didn't have new game plus. So I'm just starting from scratch. Damn. Um, which I just, I really don't mind that much. It's fine. I just don't have the upgraded weapons or anything like that, which is annoying. Um, but yeah, I, I, I played that for about four hours, maybe a little less. Um, I put some time into Cyberpunk just to see if that could like get me going. Um, Did no, it? no, <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, I've just been playing the same rotation of multiplayer games: Destiny Two, Deep Rock, Rocket League, uh, a little bit of Fortnite here and there. Um, that's, Do you think that's there'll ever be it. a crossover where it's Deep Rocket League? That is such a Galactic. fucking good question. Yeah, no, that is one of the best questions I've received. And you know what? I <laughs> I don't have an answer to it. Well, I'm glad you received it. Thank you for giving to it. Thank you for giving me it. Um, all right, so uh, who wants to go next? I'm done for my uh, games played this week. Mine's really short, so I'll... Okay. I've been playing Destiny 2 with you guys. Um, I think I... Last, I think since last time I didn't talk about Castlevania, I did all the trophy stuff for Aria of Sorrow. So that was sure. the last one on there that's uh, Metroidvania. The, the last one I have to do is just a, a straight up Castlevania game, and I just got to like beat it and save two people in it, and then I'll have a platinum. Mm-hmm. So, but I haven't started that yet because I don't like them as much as Metroidvania's. Yeah. Uh, uh, how hard ahead. is no? I, I was going to ask: Is the platinum hard? It's it's not hard. It's just you got to just do a lot of shit. Oh, okay. So for Aria of Sorrow, you had to collect every monster soul, which is literally like every enemy in the game gives you a soul. 
but like sometimes it's super rare and you got to farm it and that took quite a i mean way longer than i thought it would it took me all weekend hell yeah um, love to hear it so so still working on that plat played Damn, you're at 95 percent. i know uh still play destiny 2 with you guys and um then i went back on my bullshit dave mm. more than ever okay this is back on my bullshit slay the spire I, no that's Dave's no, back in That's my bullshit. Yeah, it's okay. I started playing Majora's Mask again. Oh my god. No, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> what are you playing on? Uh my tablet. Dan, I'm going to throw a fit. <laughs> love that game I, <laughs> you bitch but uh um, how are you uh how are you enjoying it again on the tablet the tablet kind of sucks but i mean it's better Hell than yeah. breaking out the n64 and using that controller that's true remember the controller it's like a because i'm using a, a ps4 controller bluetooth so mm. but, uh i, mean, I I like that game a lot, so I'm just... How, how much do I have to pay you to not play it? <laughs> um, like, 50 bucks, probably. 50? Yeah. Fine, that's a deal. <laughs> you got yourself a deal. <laughs> Alex. Yeah. I really want to play Majora's Mask. I think it's a lot higher for Dave, though. Can you pay me not to play it? <laughs> it oh, shit. I should pay Dave not to play it. Can you? Yeah, I got you, baby. Okay, thanks. Yeah, no problem. No problem. <laughs> Dan, how are you? So, how like are you far into it or like? Oh yeah, I'm. I'm like yeah. almost. I, I'm on the last dungeon. So you bitch. I can't believe you've done this. I'm so mad. I. It's just such a such a stupid old game. Uh, no, I actually I wish I played that game. That game looks like it's it's super creepy and cool. Yeah, that's what I love about it. Yeah, it's like the whole the atmosphere is so much better than Ocarina of Time. Did you uh, did you tell me your favorite Zelda was it um the one on sixty four not sixty four on GameCube? Yeah, my favorite is Twilight Twilight Princess. Yeah, 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 I always wanted to play that one but never did. Yeah, Twilight Princess is like it's the it's the Ocarina of Time formula, but an actually like really good story, really good characters. And it's also a little creepy. So it's like all my favorite things. I do like creepy shit. Remember when you guys watched Hereditary? When you guys, I mean, we didn't we watch all watched it, it at some point, but yeah. like we, yeah. Yeah. I just I remember, wanted to think about it. I was, I was like live texting you guys and it was not <laughs> fun. It's a creepy movie. You should watch The Witch. You mean The Vivich? The Vivich. Really, really good movie. Okay. All right, Dave. Hi. It's your Hi. turn. Um, so, Em and I beat Nobody Saves the World. Fuck yeah. We beat it into oblivion. How was it? Was it a good game? Yeah, I really liked it. Um, I, I don't think it's as good as the Guacamelee games, even though I never beat two because I got really mad about it at one point. 
But you didn't beat it? I thought you just didn't platinum it. No, I never beat two because I got oh. stuck at one part and I couldn't do it. And I was just like, I'm never playing again. And oh I, was, I stayed true to my word. You do, yeah. Um, but yeah, M and I beat Nobody Saves the World. Congrats. Uh, and we I, I, we liked it enough where we started playing New Game Plus so I could uh, get that play plat. Oh, hell yeah. That's so exciting. basically we just have to we just have to beat it again and max out every form okay and so we're already like we're we're getting there is it tedious to do that or is it just like you're playing the game um it depends so like, when you're just playing the game and switching forms you just have to be aware because maxing out the form doesn't mean just play as the form and kill a bunch of dudes it's very specific tasks you have to do mm. it'll say you know kill this many enemies using this move because you can mix mm. and match all the attacks and all the passives yeah um so some of them will be doing a dungeon and in new game plus all the dungeons have modifiers and all the levels are just synced to your level so sometimes we'll have modifiers and we're like we're very strict in that we're like all right we're going to start at the bottom and we're going to get s rank and all these going upwards so we do rat and then ranger and then guard and we're going up but then we'll just get into a dungeon with modifiers that are just not a good match for what we're doing Mm. and we'll be like well let's just go to dragon because like the very last one you unlock is dragon and it's really fucking strong well "Ah, well, let's go to dragon real quick and just like kick ass um so it doesn't become tedious because it's always like action-packed and you're always doing something and like it's not just i'm doing the same thing over you are trying to do a very specific thing and you have to do it you know any number of times uh so basically we just have have to max out the forms and then beat the game again okay okay um how long did it take you to beat the first time right around 25 hours i want to say oh it's pretty lengthy i would say it's pretty girthy yeah it's got a little girth to it a little girth Girth. Wayne and Girth. Wayne and Girth. My favorite two heroes of the story. Yes. Yeah. You're Danny. Danny. Dan, that's what uh, your name then, says. I uh, oh no. I, I the most I've been mostly playing my Nintendo Switch. Um yeah. I did I did beat Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. Oh my god. Congrats. I beat it. Yes. I, I promised you guys after we recorded last time I would beat it the next day and I did. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love that game. And there. I love it. Is it like a top <laughs> is it like in your top five RPGs ever? No. Top ten? Uh, probably not. <laughs> I I like a lot of RPGs, man. Top 175. Yes. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Yes. I just wanted to make yes. sure, you know. Um, so yeah, I really liked I really liked Definitive Edition. Sure. Um, so that was cool, and I I went right into Xenoblade Chronicles two. I started over, um, so I basically just took the forty hours I had already spent in it and threw it out the window because that game only has one save file. Oh. Um, so I think I'm not sure. I never played the original Xenoblade Chronicles. Um, I've yeah. only played Definitive, so I don't know what changes were made for quality of life. But it feels like playing Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is now going backwards. Um, Because there's a lot of things that are frustrating about it. One, the game looks like shit. Yeah, it looks bad. Like everything looks kind of blurry almost. It looks like Mm -hmm. it's like uh, what is like the screen door effect. Like everything looks like it just has like almost a grainy filter over it. 
Yeah. Um, and like the pop in is really like you could walk into a town <laughs> and walk up to a place where someone's supposed to be and they will pop in like after you stand there. The textures won't load in. So like the game really runs like shit. Uh, <laughs> I, I get slowed down all the time if there's like if I'm in a busy area, or there's like a lot of enemies on stage. Um, yeah. But also like. The map sucks. Like the map sucks. really sucks. Yeah. In Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition, um, you could look at each level. Like you could change the level of the map you're looking at. So first floor, second floor, something like that. Mm-hmm. This doesn't have that. It's just one flat image. But everything has multiple levels to it. So when you have a marker on your map that's a quest marker, you just have no real idea how to get there. And oh, you man. like I can be fighting with this game for ever to find just one simple like person to talk to um because in definitive edition there if you activated a quest it would show you like a line how to get there and it would show you what floor it's on um so hopefully three has taken into account all of these things now that being said i've been playing xenoblade chronicles 2 obsessively oh hell yeah i'm 52 hours into it now wow um so yeah, the, the the combat it took a while, but it finally has clicked for me where I really know how to just put the hurting on some people. Is um, it the same uh, MMO style combat? It's MMO style combat. It's different in that you are using blades, and blades it's it's like a gotcha game. Okay. You 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 use a core crystal, you sink it to a character, and they get what's called a blade. And a blade is like, okay. it's like a weapon but it's also a person who has a unique move set and skill set. And that translates to everything you do. Like if you find a treasure chest, it might be locked. You need to have a blade equipped that has lock picking. Mm. Um, and sometimes okay. you'll need like lock picking level three and yeah. super strength level four. Sure. So each character can equip three blades. And again, it's like a gotcha system where you can get a, a random, like this is a random ax one. This is a random, like punchy one, but there are rare ones that have unique abilities. They have a unique look and they have like their own quest line. Okay. But after about, you know, 25, 30 hours in the game, uh, the combat has really uh, started to make sense to me. And I figured out, oh, this is what you're actually supposed to do because they don't do a good job of tutorializing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things I liked about the first one is I mentioned this, you can go into a town and you can get like 15 side quests but you then go out and you can knock out all those side quests and they make it easy and they make it quick this game is like i pick up a side quest this might be 10 hours or this Holy might be shit. i gotta do some stuff and i can't find it and then i finally get to where i have to go and it's a level 90 dinosaur you know <laughs> because the there's definitely this game has a huge problem i don't know if they like doing this but everywhere almost everywhere i go on a on like a big open map, there is some kind of giant fucking dinosaur that's gonna kill me. That's what my problem was. Yeah. When I was like trying to get to the first town. Well, like, like that area is actually really easy because it's so wide open. There's there I would places, get chased. Yeah, there are places where I was like, okay, this is where I have to go. And every time I do it, this pterodactyl sees me from forever away. He's level yeah. 80 and he one shots all my characters. <laughs> And like I'm, it's so frustrating. But like I really, really do love this game. Um, I'm I'm really into it. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I might even have it done. No, it's pretty long. 
And I'm yeah. I'm taking my damn time with it because I'm doing all the side quests again. And these side quests, it's like you're not going through town and picking up a bunch. You might pick up one or two. Yeah. And you might be able to complete them, but they might take you a, a really long time. Sure. Uh, but yeah, I'm super into it. I can't wait for three. Three uh, is June? Looking... July. 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 Yes. June is fire. This was, my pro- this was my problem last week with the podcast or a week and a half ago. I kept saying fucking June. Yes, July. So you have time. You have time. Yeah, I'm going to beat it, and then I'm going to beat Torn of the Golden Country, which was the DLC expansion thing that it came with. Or that I okay. Got. Cool. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm having a blast. Tell me I said hi. Tell who? Tell me. Okay. Like at hey. some point. Hey. Oh, yeah. You said hi. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so you don't feel Xenobladed out? Uh, no. Interesting. Interesting. Dave Dave has a unique thing where he doesn't get sick of like a yeah. whatever he's playing. He just he just wants more. He just craves. Yeah, more. it's yeah. it's kind of it's kind of awesome. It doesn't apply to replaying a game because usually I just don't like replaying games. Sure, sure. But sure yeah, as I do. Yeah. I yeah I don't mind replaying a game or two. You know, getting in you there and never seeing touched an old game in your life. Ew, Dan, as long as the game came out in 2018 and on. (laughs) I'm willing to say within the last two months, and that's it. That might be true, actually. Persona 5. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I played Persona 5. See that dance? Oh, my God. So fucking mesmerizing. Rather not even podcast. I just want to stare at that. That is such incredible uh, 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 choreography you're, you're, you're using there. Hey, Dave, if you uh, fold your shirt a certain way, does it say something else? Asia? Like oh, Asia. Boy? I think it says MD Asia. Hell yeah. Asia. What if it just said clock? <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> I'd put I would a love that too. Pin in there with, just, with yeah. the accent too. Yeah, clock. Clock. <laughs> clock. Okay. Well, that's it for the games we're playing, yeah? Yep. Yeah. Oh, shit. And so Destiny now, 2. Yeah, Destiny 2. We have been playing that. We're, we're, we're kind of like waiting, but it's also two weeks away from uh, new content, new seasonal yeah. content. Very exciting. Um, I can't wait. Look at this dance. Doesn't it look like I can't wait? Holy shit. Oh, my <laughs> God. I wouldn't say that was uh, can't waiting, but it was it was excitement. I'm not even going to lie to you. That really wore me out. Like, I'm done for the day. (laughs) That was all the energy you had. (laughs) Let's move on to the main topic this week, which is Square Enix. Uh, It's everything that has to do with Square Enix. I guess we should start with the oldest bit of news. Square has sold all of their Western studios to... Not not um, all of them, but most Not all of them, sorry. Yeah, most of them to Embracer Group. Um, and it's pretty much because they are committed to moving towards the blockchain model, NFTs, all that kind of stuff. It's really gross. <laughs> um, to be fair, they didn't say NFTs. They did just say blockchain. Which they is said blockchain, equally as- AI, and the cloud, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but they've talked about blockchain in the past. Yeah, they have. Uh, I'm sorry, NFTs. They talked about NFTs in the past. Oh, have they? That's gross. Yeah. 
So one of the quotes that I have on this article, which by the way is on GameSpot, written by Steve Watts, um, is the problem I have with the scenario is that $300 million for a company that generated well over $2.4 billion last year doesn't feel like a great haul at all. Uh, so just to put that into context, they sold majority of their studios, Western Studios, for $300 million, including close to 50 IPs, um, including Deus Ex, Tomb Raider, um, Guardians of the Galaxy, maybe. I don't know if they kept they are keeping the Marvel they have property. The IP for that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's like Square is still like I don't I don't know how that works. But anyway, um, I think what usually this, what happens is like Marvel leases the IP to them so they can make the game. Okay, that's what everyone um, wanted Konami to do with yeah. Metal Gear and Silent Hill to lease out those IPs so other people can make games for them. Yeah, and. A lot of the reasons are they just felt that a lot of these games were not meeting their uh, quota of sales. They always were disappointments. That includes Guardians of the Galaxy. That includes things like Tomb Raider, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Uh, it includes Marvel's Avengers, which actually, you know, that's that's fine. That one's a reasonable disappointment. <laughs> um, but like Deus Ex, all these games, uh, I, I think as as a fan of those games, this is good news for you uh embracer famous i i think they have also bought uh gearbox if i'm not mistaken yep um and they're famous to let their developers do what they want so they want their developers to have kind of autonomy when they come to making their games so you could they are working on a tomb raider already we know crystal dynamics is working on one i believe um or they kind of announced one yeah. mildly and um there was like a rumor floating around that now deus x is like going to be the next game made by idos um that rumor was shot down they didn't necessarily announce that they are working on deus x but they are excited that they can revisit that ip uh so we, we don't know how far away that is or if that's even going to be their next game but that is a possibility um yeah i don't know like there's a, a lot to talk about including like the three three hundred million dollars is kind of wild um I think that's pretty cheap for yeah it seems like it uh like i i don't know what square's plan is here but that was a very cheap sale uh for some really high profile ip and studios um embracer group by the way a swedish company they own a ton of studios now a ton of devs wow like i it's it's kind of crazy that that's like totally fine and legal i know it's outside of like u.s u.s jurisdiction but they're also western studios so i don't know how that works is with international law and all that kind of stuff but um very close to a monopoly for them because <laughs> embracer holds a lot of studios and a lot of publishers um so yeah this is quite interesting i think that setting up ai cloud and blockchain is um a volatile choice uh we don't have a lot of uh like blockchain games out we don't have a lot of knowledge about the blockchain as a as a metaverse yeah. thing aside we, we, from we don't know what the what their plans are and what it can do yet so yeah it's very it's just concerning right now because we don't know what it's going to be um yeah i i don't know i this is like a huge head a huge head scratcher for me you know see i'm scratching my head right now because yeah, I just yeah, don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like those companies or those those developers were never a good match with Square Enix to begin with. No, yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, 
but it also seems like Square Enix is just like, those are the ones that weren't doing well. We're going to keep Life is Strange because we were happy with that. Mm-hmm. Um, they also kept Just Cause as an IP. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like three was pretty well received. Four, I don't know. I, we four didn't like it, to the obviously. Floor, yeah. Yeah. Four to the floor is what they say. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, they didn't sell off all their Western I, uh, IP. <clears throat> but like, yeah. I just feel like Square Enix, I'm, I'm obviously a fan of Square's games. Same, yeah. um, yeah. But like, I just feel like they have a lot of really talented developers working there. A ton, obviously, because they're making so many games right now. Mm-hmm. I just feel like their leadership kind of just fucking sucks. Yeah. Like the guys yeah. at the head, which is kind of like, well, that's just how everything seems to be. Mostly yeah. everything when it comes to games. It's like so many people working their asses off and trying to make the best games they can, and people at the top being just shitty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like the fact that they have like such unrealistic measures for how they expected a lot of these games to like release and all this kind of stuff. Gardens of the Galaxy came out in a very stacked month, I believe. Uh, if I recall correctly, it was October. Um, it, I remember um, it being so that close was to... Far Cry. Yeah, maybe Deathloop. Deathloop was September, I think. Okay, so September was stacked too. That was Tales of Arise and Life is Strange. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Kena Bridge of Spirits. Right. Um, I don't know. I feel like you can't necessarily put these like super high expectations on your like every single game that Square would do their uh, what is it their quarterly meetings are like this just did not meet expectations we're disappointed yeah. with the game it's yeah. like dude, what are your expectations Jesus Christ and it, it definitely seems like they treat their Western developers different than their Japanese developers because yeah. Final Fantasy 14 one of the biggest flops of all time but they gave it the attention and the care it needed to now be their biggest money maker mm-hmm. yeah yeah um and i guess with this news we see that final fantasy 16 is um finished maybe like it's it's potentially kind of done uh there's some news that's looming uh a trailer that's being worked on oh, god, the trailer's the done. Most, oh trailers god this is the most square enix fucking news yeah, yeah. they said the, the trailer's done <laughs> this so, is yoshida right yoshida yeah was saying that like, yeah, the game's pretty much done yeah. Like, why haven't we seen it in so long? It's so weird. We haven't it's seen so anything weird. from it in so long. It was the yeah. first trailer, and that's it. Yeah. Which, and and they expected to have it released 2021, correct? Last year. I thought the initial release date was like. I think the initial one was yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. And then they just um, never mentioned anything about it. Yeah, and <laughs> so we're we're getting a mild update about it. Um, and this guy, 16 looks really cool. I I'm pretty stoked on it. I I'm stoked to see a trailer. Um, do we think this game comes out this year? Who could even say, man? <laughs> they, like they, they said the, the, like the English voice tracks have been mm-hmm. re- like, those, those are done. Really? Yeah. And like a lot of times that's a, a long part of it and a hard part. Yeah. Of it. Um, so I mean, it's how can we know without ever seeing or hearing anything? Yeah, yeah. Do you think because this is not Tetsuya Nomura mm-hmm. or Hironobu Sakaguchi, which not not as much, but like maybe they learned from the mistakes of 15 where they like, 
they showed versus 13 forever ago and then it was yep. just in hell forever and maybe they're like let's just we'll announce it and then we'll show it again when we're ready to announce a release date i would hope so i would hope that that's a mistake they learned from <laughs> but yeah, I, like, I, can't... I wonder what they're waiting for to say hey we're we, like we have a trailer ready we just can't yeah. show you yet i mean it's a playstation exclusive mm-hmm. so maybe it's part of maybe playstation is planning a state of play or a playstation showcase um, but that also ties into the rumors that Sony might be buying Square Enix. Yeah. Um, um, which was one of the Greg Miller rumors from a couple weeks back when he said there's like these three things. Yeah. Um, when he clarified that, he kind of mentioned it was a rumor he heard from multiple people that Sony would be acquiring Square Enix, but it was just rumors and it was just like something's happening. And like what he said was maybe those rumors were actually Square selling off their Western studios. It could have been, yeah. Yeah, because um, they, did, they just didn't have all the details on it. It could also be like Sony's or Square selling off those Western studios to make it a more affordable price for Sony to buy them. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I do, I, I, there's always that rumbling that you hear in games media about like, oh, be prepared for a major acquisition yeah um there's and and even more frequent now than ever because of like activision blizzard um bethesda bungie all like you know being dominoes that have fallen they're always like well that's not it this isn't the end of the acquisitions and sony is apparently the next one up again to be making a purchase uh at least that's what they say in the news um i wouldn't be surprised they hired a manager of acquisitions or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised at Square Enix. They've had a relationship for so long, right? Since it was like Squaresoft and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I, 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 I could see that happening. Although, like when? When would they even announce something like that? Yeah. I mean, like... Especially... It's- I, I've been wondering, like, I keep, I've been playing Xenoblade Chronicles a lot, obviously, and I'm wondering, it's so cool that Nintendo's just like, yeah, we have an exclusive JRPG that's like first party. And mm-hmm. I'm like, Sony used to try to do things like that. But then I thought, well, Sony has Final Fantasy VII Remake, Final Fantasy XVI, yeah. and they, they don't have to fund them. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, they have Persona. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like they, they have yeah. their exclusive JRPGs. They're just not in-house. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I wonder if they would do something like buy Square Enix, who their specialty is JRPGs. Yeah. It would, I mean, it's, it fits, like, right? Like, it just fits with a Japanese company buying a Japanese studio. And, like, JRPGs are, Sony and JRPGs are, like, a match made in heaven kind of thing. Like, people really like Sony, like, JRPGs. You talk about Persona 5, you talk about Final Fantasies, you talk about all these games, and it's like... The yeah, only that's, reason that's... I got the PS3 was for, I believe, Final Fantasy Versus and Kingdom Hearts 3. Boy, did that pay off. Oh my god. <laughs> Dan, you nincompoop. You were a whole console <laughs> year away, or a console generation away. <laughs> they also, yeah, so like... Fresh off the heels of showing off Kingdom Hearts 4 as well um, at 1 a.m., which, by the way, this news broke at fucking 1 a.m. as well. The Embracer shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, what time is it in Japan? Yeah, you know? no, it's, it's, yeah, no, I know. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I, I, I would like to see... I feel like if Sony bought Square, it would be a less volatile, like... I don't know. Well, I guess they... What are the what Western studios do they have left? Avalanche and... Well, like, they don't own Avalanche. They don't own Deck 9. Oh, they don't. Okay, okay. They just own the IP. Okay, okay. So, I guess... Yeah, I guess my point being would be, like... They wouldn't, there's no room for disappointment if you're being published by someone like Sony because expectation is that you make it for that niche audience within the com- within the console's like crowd I don't I don't know it just it just doesn't seem to fit with what Sony first party does yeah they make the biggest games with like you know these huge single player story driven games and Square's out here making, you know, Triangle Strategy mm-hmm. and Bravely Default. And, yeah. you know, these much smaller and niche titles. Also, Final Fantasy 16 and Kingdom Hearts 4. But their, their portfolio is, like, it's huge. They have all yeah. these games launching this year. They have Star Ocean. They have yeah. uh, uh, Field Chronicles. They have uh, Valkyrie Profile. Valkyrie Elysium. And I, I mean, I just don't think those fit with Sony first party. They fit being a PlayStation exclusive mm. because those probably can't run on Switch and people that buy Xbox <laughs> usually don't buy that kind of game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, like I don't know much to say about the Square Sony rumors. Like there's... It fits, but at the same time, it's just like, why'd you just, I, and I guess in, in regards to the sale, it, it makes sense that you sold for such a cheap price because you would want to make yourself affordable for Sony to purchase you. But also it's like, wow, you really did sell a lot of like good IP and a lot of good studios for a really, really affordable price. Yeah, um, I can, I can afford 300 million. For, <laughs> for studios <laughs> or for like people like Embracer um i guess what does this do you think this means we'll we'll see deus ex or like games like uh another guardians from idos uh guardians is a little different but do you think we would see another deus ex sooner rather than later yeah i would think so yeah yeah um, i think because i think that game has a strong following it's just like it's just not super supported yeah uh I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I guess we could talk about like the blockchain as well, but like there's not much to say about that aside from like yeah, it's, clearly, we don't know. Yeah. it's clearly it's clearly a motion that's frowned upon within the community. Um, and I, I think the biggest reason for that is everyone when they hear blockchain they automatically assume NFTs, but they did say NFTs are involved anyway. Yeah, uh, and NFTs in their current form are the fucking stupidest shit, and I hate them. But, like, I'm interested to see what blockchain technology can actually do when someone creative and smart gets their hands on it. Well, just to quote this article, Square Enix president Matsuda expressed an interest last month in the company creating more blockchain games with play-to-earn elements. Um, So, like, that's a model that they're going to, like, try to emulate with their new games that they release moving forward Mm -hmm. with this new 300 million that they just made (laughs) from (laughs) (laughs) Embracer. (laughs) Which, it sounds more mobile game division than it does, like, 
PlayStation Five, Xbox division, right? Like console division. Well, so I, I don't mean, know, I don't know if mobile games are easier to make, so we'll, we'll probably start with that. And they yeah. have a bunch of them too. Yeah. Right, right. They already have a lot. Ariana Grande is in one of them. Oh yeah. What, what what mobile game isn't she in now? That's Slay the Spire. Good point. Slay the Spire. She's on that one yet. <laughs> you guys we did it we did another podcast oh, we recorded no. a podcast we finally what if i haven't been recording this whole time what would we, what would we do? i, I remember it said it. it said yeah you yeah. are now being recorded <laughs> recording in progress hell yeah that means we did it and we did it well um i guess dave where can we find button mashing on <laughs> <laughs> You can find butt mashing on Twitter at bmashing101. 101. Ooh, 101. And where can we find you on Twitter? At at Mr. Dave Mike. And you can find me at Alex J. Perez 4. Uh, Uh, You can find Dan on Twitter. Um, He's doing doing fanfics called Bruce Spring Sting. Um, It's where uh, Sting joins the E Street Band and him and Bruce Springsteen fall in love. Um, everyone else is played by a duck, except yeah. for Max Weinberg. Right, um, right, right. So Bruce Spring Sting. Yeah. And to at Bruce Spring Sting, <laughs> Bruce Spring Sting on Twitter. Um, if you want to ha- hear the harrowing story of Bruce Springsteen and Sting falling in love, um, Dan's a really talented writer, and it gets really graphic in parts. Oh my god, so graphic. I really, really it was, love it. It was the made on a budget of five dollars, so don't yeah. expect much. Except for yeah, but, such a gripping tale. Yeah, yeah. Like the well, five dollars went to Danny carries and it. a couple McChickens. Yeah. Um while well, I got a five dollar foot long. Five dollar foot long. Um, but he was writing just pure gold, like a golden yeah. shower. Well, I've been writing yeah. this since I was two. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I remember. So it's been a long time. We should have. This left is a passion you. project for sure. Without a dope beat to step to. <laughs> oh shit! Well, okay. So go to Twitter at Bruce Springsteen. No spaces. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen. Uh, if you want to hear about Bruce Springsteen, the boss, and Sting, the floss. Uh, falling in love he's very thin yeah no this is yeah this is and like dave said it's super super harrowing and it's got such a great story behind it a great uh um a great (laughs) a great message to say and i my first time viewing it i remember i was brought to tears right after the first scene and like i remember the act break uh everyone gets up to get a coffee and like they (laughs) I remember talking. <laughs> He's talking about the live performance. Dan did a live reading. Yeah. Um, no, that wasn't the, me. Uh, that was someone who looked like me. No, it, not Dan. Mm. Not you, Dan. I'm talking no, about yeah. uh, Dan Crenshaw. Sh- Crenshaw and Schnuckish was there. Crenshaw. His, his yeah. name's Schnuckish. Yeah. Uh, he's a really good voice actor, really good character actor. He's one of the who, yeah. who's that guy kind yeah. of actors. He did a dramatic reading, one man show. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dan made a custom playlist of his favorite Bruce Springsteen 
and Sting and the Police songs. Um, and it is gut-wrenching. Hey, Dave. Super fucking great. Please clarify that this Dan Crenshaw is not the, the congressman that's a piece of shit. There's a there's a congressman named Dan Crenshaw? Yes. See the He's, one with the eye patch? Yes, he is. It's definitely not him. <laughs> it, it's spelled differently. Yeah. <laughs> It's like I, how you spell Crayola. As soon as you said Dan Crenshaw, I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's that piece of shit. I got to look oh, at him. No. Okay. So Alex had the last name right. It's a Schnurschlin. Yeah. <laughs> Dan Schnurschlin, who, again, renowned voice actor, comes from a very, very impoverished family. The Schnurschlins. How does that matter? Of- it's just further the backstory a little bit. The Schnurschlins of EO. Is this a country? It's a country that existed many years ago. Okay. <laughs> I meant to say Europe. <laughs> uh, so we actually have a uh, we have a new segment in our podcast. Oh shit! Yeah, it is our signature get wrecked moment. Yeah, oh, um, no. and I think I think it's got to go to me using the name Dan Crenshaw. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. <laughs> this is such a good way to close out the podcast. Congratulations, Dave! So on here's where Alex get inserts the jingle. And that's, yeah, and that that's been our signature get wrecked moment. Brought to you by Pine. Mm-hmm. Pine saw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clean it if you mean it. Pine saw. Thank you, Pine saw, for the uh, sponsorship. We've been looking forward to working with you. This is one of the best, uh, I think, <laughs> team ups that you can come up with. Yeah, they're coming out with mashing, a lot of new sense. Fun mashing 101 X Pine saw. You fucking mm-hmm. kidding? This is a dream team. It's like when uh, Mikey teamed up with Scotty and, you know, it was it was nothing but pure bliss, and so thank you, Pine Saw. We're excited to keep working and uh, uh, tag us on Twitter if you're looking to get a fresh can of Pine Saw. We are giving away fresh cans of Pine Saw. Uh, make sure. <laughs> Don't they usually come in bottles, not cans? <laughs> They're testing out a new thing. <laughs> okay, it's more environmentally friendly to put it in a can. That's true. Yeah. 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 So yeah. That's your chance to win a free uh, can of pine salt. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, don't be a sleaze. Play JRPGs. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>